Cheers. Mm. Are these plastic? These glasses? Yeah. Oh, they're glass. Why do they make such a wet plastic sound when they clank? Go, go again. Okay. Oh, that was better. A wet plastic sound. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what to what to say to that. But no, they're glass. They are kind of... I don't know. I honestly kind of get what you mean. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I feel like they make kind of a strange, like, hollowish almost sound. They don't entirely feel like glass. But they definitely are glass. Okay. Um. Anyways, welcome to our little kingdom. Thank you for welcoming me to our little kingdom. I think that might be the first time you didn't die. I made it through. Well, we didn't take a shot this time right off the bat. That helps. You're giving away all our secrets to our audience. probably tell when I lose my shit in the first <laughs> Did 10 seconds of the show. become deceased? It's yeah, true. start hacking and coughing like a madman. <laughs> so how was your week? Oh, it was good. Yeah. It was good. Um, oh, I have a question for you about your week. I'm sure our, our audience member is also <laughs> curious about this. Is the lady you befriended bus driver still a bus driver has she left yet oh no she hasn't so she hasn't left yet but okay. I, I believe it's the end of the month when they rotate their uh, routes mm. i think right now she's covering for somebody else she has somebody else's route while they're off mm -hmm. uh and then she will until like the end of march and then gotcha. that's that she's like a sub like sub substitute bus driving yeah filling in basically makes sense cool but your week was good uh yeah yeah, it started, the snow started to melt. There has been yes. some nice, sunny, warm weather that feels like spring this week. So That's glorious. Pretty nice. It's probably the highlight. Yeah. Any particular lowlights? Honestly, the fridge annoyance. Man, this <laughs> was our lowlight last week. And that just goes to show you it's been an actual entire week. When did we record this last week? I think it was Thursday, so just like oh, eight days ago. True. Yeah. Okay, so our fridge still sucks. Our fridge is still and broken. Turns out it's been a pain in the ass to try and we figure that out. lost a lot of good ice cream. We did. That was the most tragic part. Pretty tragic. Yeah, oh man, having to lose all this food over the stupid fridge not working properly. Well, baby, I think then... we mentioned on our newlywed game that your pet peeve is food waste. Food yes, waste, like, I depresses like you. <laughs> I know it sucks. I really hate it. It's which I mean, who who does like wasting food? But like, you definitely particularly hate wasting food. It, it's especially egregious to end up losing a bunch of food that is in the freezer. Yeah, and like all of the stuff that we be able to last intentionally can, packed. Yeah, like, exactly. All the stuff that we on. sort of. Anyways, <laughs> how was your week? <laughs> My week was good. My week was very school heavy. Yes, it was. I That's true. probably spent like a good four days doing like pretty proper full time school, which was is not how most of my weeks go. Um, so it was good. I mean, I already like I had three things today that were school related, and so I definitely feel relief after that's over. 
Um, yeah, I don't know that there's really a low light other than a lot of school and the fridge still. The highlight, I totally agree. Taking lovely, long, sunny walks where I did not feel like I was rushing to get back indoors and was just like enjoying the weather. Um, also, my other highlight is that my sweet partner in the life and podcasting <laughs> bought us a microphone. So that's right. If the sound quality is blowing your mind right now, it's because you <laughs> <laughs> just think, wow, I've never heard such high quality podcasting. If we've, yeah, there's a slight <laughs> upgrade in the sound. It's because there is now a microphone set Yeah. Up. So that was super sweet. And I had no idea it was coming. And that was a wonderful little highlight. I really appreciated it. Also, you bought me two lips. It is, in fact, my birthday tomorrow. Eric's not just buying me stuff randomly. To pamper you? To pamper me. Just, I feel like I have to do a small... (laughs) You're like, is it your birthday? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so, this is also kind of a fun episode because this is the first time one of us, aka me, has absolutely no idea what we're doing in our podcast since, for, like, maybe the last three or four episodes. Like... Since I yeah. think astrology, you yeah, actually had surprised to kind of me. Keep each other in the loop about topics for yeah. the last little while. Um, and I'm completely in the dark. But you're completely in the dark this time. I'm excited. Uh, okay, well, do you want to get right into it? I would love to. All Please right, explain right. to me and our new microphone, baby. <laughs> um, so what we're going to do today is read through and follow along a bit of a short narrative. Mm. Okay. What I chose was, it turns out, uh, okay, <laughs> let, let me restart this part. Yeah. Uh, I was considering looking into a narrative of some kind of silly event in history, or maybe something funny in the news, or I don't know. Uh, and then I remember, I remembered last night. We played that that uh, heads up game, mm-hmm. and somebody picked fairy tales as a category. Yeah. So that came to mind, and then I looked up strange fairy tales. Ooh. It turns out the Brothers Grimm themselves, mm-hmm. who have countless very famous fairy tales, yep. also have countless not so famous fairy tales. Makes sense. <laughs> uh, and I have found because they are so old, this is all public domain. Uh, and I have found a set of translations uh, as a PDF file. Cool. So I have a collection of some You're gonna tell me a story. 40 fairy tales from the Brothers Grimm. Whoa. And today we are going to start by reading the tale of the mouse, the bird, and the sausage. <laughs> Ooh, we could do this, like, as a series. Like, once every random amount of podcasts, we could just, like, read a so, a Brother's Grimm, a lesser-known fairy tale. Yeah. I kind of like that. That could be fun. This could be interesting. Um, so, just some disclaimers, because <laughs> right off the bat, the that name might, I don't know, it seems almost too crazy to be legit. I mm-hmm. wonder at the legitimacy of the, the translation. Mm-hmm. But this document does say that uh, the text is based on translations from the Grimm's K 
Kinder und Hausmarken by Edgar Taylor and Marion Eduardes. So anyone who <laughs> cares to check the validity mm-hmm. of, the, of these translations, feel free. <laughs> but this is what we're working with. Okay. Amazing. I'm excited. Okay. Here we go. The mouse, the bird, and the sausage. Okay. Once upon a time, mm-hmm. a bird, a mouse, and a sausage <laughs> entered into partnership and set up house together. <laughs> For a long time, all went well. They lived in great comfort and prospered so far as to be able to add considerably to their stores. The bird's duty was to fly daily into the wood and bring in fuel. The mouse fetched the water. What did the sausage do? (laughs) (laughs) I'm waiting for a punchline. It's pretty good. Any guesses to that? What is the sausage's job? (laughs) The sausage saw it to the cooking. (laughs) Okay, naturally. Okay. Tears. Tears are being Uh, shed. Okay. Okay. Um, When people are too well off, they always begin to long for something new. That is so true. (laughs) Some already hitting us with some hard facts. For sure. And so it came to pass that the bird, while out one day, met a fellow bird, to whom he boastfully uh, expatiated on the excellence of his household arrangements. Mm-hmm. But the other bird sneered at him for being a poor simpleton who did all the hard work while the other two stayed at home and had a good time of it. Mm. For when the mouse had made the fire and fetched in the water, she could retire into her little room and rest until it was time to set the table. The sauce. <laughs> I mean, it really makes you wonder why it wasn't German. Yeah, what? <laughs> because if if it was genuinely intended to be a sausage, a sausage. then this is just crazy. It's just fucked. But like, what else? Yeah, what was the translation? <laughs> what, what do they mean? <laughs> okay, um, what did the sausage do? <laughs> okay, the sausage had only to watch the pot to see that the food was properly cooked, and oh. it went, when it was near dinner time, he just threw himself <laughs> into the pot. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I guess it probably was a sausage. Okay, what did he do? He just threw himself into the broth, or rolled in and out among the vegetables three or four times. And then they were buttered and salted and ready to be served. God damn, this makes me want to be a sausage. Can you imagine using the rolling yourself in and out of some vegetables and bam, seasoned? What the fuck? I guess oh, it really was man. meant to be a sausage, right? Okay. Yeah. Maybe someone intended this story. Uh, so the bird is getting played by the mouse who just has to fetch the water mm-hmm. and then can take a nap. And the sausage who merely has to throw himself <laughs> into the meal. <laughs> That's all. That's all. Okay. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, then when the bird came home and had laid aside his burden, they sat down at the table. And when they had finished their meal... They could sleep their fill till the following morning, 
and that was really a very delightful life. Influenced by those remarks, the bird next morning refused to bring in the wood, uh, telling the others that he had been their servant long enough and, that, and had been a fool into the bargain, and that it was now time to make a change and to try some other way of arranging the work. Uh-oh. Beg and... Who could do the sausages job better than the sausage? I, I gotta wonder. <sighs> okay. I mean, that's no simple task. No. Um... <laughs> It's pretty amazing. I, I mean, really like, like it. yeah, you, the mouse could get fur in your meal. Yeah, the bird would get bird feathers. Get feathers. I, and would either of them really season and salt the meal? I don't know. Not like a sausage would. Sausage really has unique capabilities. Uh huh. Beg and pray, as the mouse and the sausage might. It was of no use. The bird remained master of the situation and the venture had to be made. They therefore drew lots, and it fell to the sausage <laughs> to bring in the wood, to the mouse to cook, and to the bird to fetch the water. Mm -hmm. And now, what happened? I don't know, Brother Graham, what happened? <laughs> the sausage started in search of wood. The bird made the fire, and the mouse put on the pot and then these two waited till the sausage returned with the fuel for the following day. But the sausage remained so long away that they became uneasy, and the bird flew out to meet him. Oh my god. Alright. Stop. What? What? <laughs> what a face. I mean, you can kind of see where this is going. Of course... This change of plans, there's a lesson to be had here. This has to all fall Oh, apart. yeah. I'm ready. And one of our characters is... It's a sausage. A sausage. Uh-huh. So the bird had not flown far, however, when he came across a dog. Uh-oh. Who, having met the sausage... Uh-oh. ...had regarded him as his legitimate booty. <laughs> and so seized and swallowed him. Well, what are you going to do? The bird complained to the dog of this barefaced robbery, mm. but nothing he said was of any avail, for the dog answered that he found false credentials on the sausage, oh, and fuck? that was the reason his life had been forfeited. What's the actual fuck? Sausage didn't go out with his passport when he went to get wood. The sausage was like an illegal sausage from some other fairy tale land. It's one thing that I have to suspend my disbelief in. The character is a You know, get that a, an actual character is a sausage. It's another thing that I have to further suspend my disbelief by acknowledging the fact that these animals in the woods need to have credentials. credentials. Animals and sausage. Sorry, and sausage folk. Sausage folk. <laughs> Not to be disrespectful. No, of course. <laughs> don't want don't to harm any sausages out there. Mm -mm. <laughs> there. Um, so the bird picked up the wood mm -hmm. and flew sadly home oh, no. and told the mouse all he had seen and heard they were both very unhappy but agreed to make the best of things and to remain with one another mm -hmm. so now the bird set the table and the mouse looked after the food and wishing to prepare it in the same way as the sausage 
By rolling in and out among the vegetables to salt and butter them, she jumped into the pot, but she stopped short long before she reached the bottom, having already uh, parted not only with her skin and hair, but also with her with life. Oh my god, this is so dark! So the sausage was immortal when it came to jumping into jumping. boiling water, but the mouse yeah. instantly died. But the sausage was not... Um was not saved from being eaten by a dog. Its immortality only went so far. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Presently, the bird came in and wanted to serve up the dinner, but he could nowhere see the cook. In his alarm and flurry, he threw the wood here and there about the floor, called and searched, but no cook was to be found. Then some of the wood that had been carelessly thrown down caught fire (laughs) and began to blaze. The bird hastened to fetch some water, but his pail fell into the well, and he after it. <laughs> and as he was unable to recover himself, he was drowned. Wow. The end. That was... I'm surprised they haven't made a Disney movie out of that yet. <laughs> you know who would just play the sausage so well? No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you actually had somebody no, in mind. Yeah, someone uh, that reminds good. you of a sausage. I don't know. I thought maybe. You maybe. Never know. Wow. Well, I I didn't. I was aware that a lot of these original grim fairy tales were grim. Yes, I mean I tend to have darker endings. Just than, even hearing the ones that we actually know, yeah. like the the real tale, like the the original stories of Cinderella, or like in the original Cinderella, they like cut off the feet of the stepsisters, and like it's it's pretty dark and weird. Yeah. Um, and in like Sleeping Beauty, the prince like has sex with her while she's sleeping, like while she's unconscious, and she wakes up pregnant or something. It's, pretty fucked it's like fucking kill bill shit uh i don't know just all of them are like very dark and have a very weird twist um wow thank you for that what was your takeaway wow who is your favorite character i i really appreciate how elaborate every death was yes oh my gosh it's a pretty short Mm-hmm. I mean, they're all short. Mm-hmm. None of them are particularly long stories. And probably the whole plot was established within the first uh, few lines. Mm-hmm. And the, the entire second half of that story is just set up and payoff the for these characters' deaths. Yeah. When it described the mouse's, mouse's fur and skin falling off, that was pretty graphic. That got me. It, the mouse was parted with its, it's fur and skin, skin and, and then its, its life. life. <laughs> like, damn, what a eulogy. <laughs> wow. Um, that was crazy. I really enjoyed it. Well, it was the moral. Uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm-hmm. If it ain't broke, break it. Huh. I think it was, don't question your lot in life, proletariat. You do want to fetch the wood. <laughs> true. <laughs> don't ask for don't ask for more than what you have, true, true. you sluts. <laughs> <laughs> if you shake up the status quo, yeah. a mouse will be boiled alive. You'll all die painfully. A bird will fall down a well and drown, and a sausage will be 
carelessly eaten by a dog. Yeah. I think there's a lot of, uh, a lot of propaganda in fairy tales. They're like, don't question your place in the world. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I don't know. I don't really know much about the Brothers Grimm. Other Me neither. Other than they wrote these fucking nonsense stories. That's so true. I would love to do, like, a small deep dive on the Brothers Grimm. Uh, yeah. Next, next time, perhaps. Some, yeah. I guess maybe ahead of the next time we, we dive yeah. into this nonsense, we can... We'll uh, do a, like, fairy tales part two in a bit, and then... Yeah. Do a little background or something. Um, I assume you have more stories to read to me. There are more stories. Um, I don't know. Do you have any other thoughts before we move on? I... The craziest part is the sausage just being a character and them not, not explaining themselves, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? It's all fine and good when the animals are characters, but... Totally. Damn. They just... Yeah, it's like a dog, a cat, and a shoe were best friends. We're like, what? <laughs> Having the sausages be characters. Yeah, it's just also such a strange, like, you could just make that anything. Like, you know what I mean? Like, to get the point of that story across, to do the thing, you could just have it as easily be three animals. The point of it being a sausage is I don't know, so... not really, because it was well, it became a bit of an important plot point that the sausage rolled in the vegetables and jumped okay, in the Okay, but you could have had like, I mean, there's just so many other options you could have had. You could have had like just, you know, it being a monkey that prepared the food and then like some thing without arms trying to do it and like caught on fire or like fell or whatever. It definitely didn't need to be a sausage that was throwing itself in. Also, do you not just love this idea it's of like... It's a lot funnier. It's way funnier. And like the two friends are just eating their other friends' juices, like, you know? Like, mmm, this tastes really good tonight, sausage pal, Tommy. <laughs> Did you, uh, put a little extra salt in here? Did you get a little extra fat off yourself in this, buddy? You know? Mmm, <laughs> extra oh, sweaty tonight. <laughs> oh, man, that was pretty good. Oh, it's really hard to know which which to go with next. That one was an easy an easy place to start because right yeah. off the bat the the title is I think so you just got to pick the crazy. next wildest title. I think that's 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 what I'm trying to pick. Good, good, good. But uh nothing nothing really stands out quite in the same I mean crazy way. Do we have our podcast episode title or do we have our podcast episode title? <laughs> I think we do. Realistically they're all going to be crazy. But um, I'm very excited. I'm kind of curious to read Rumpelstiltskin. Okay. Would so you be open to that? Totally. Um, can I, like, do you want to do a little bit, like, what what do I think Rumpelstiltskin, because I, like, I know a little bit, like, bullet points of what I think the story is, but I don't okay. know, I've never read the whole thing, sure. you know? I, I feel like Rumpelstiltskin is, like, this trickster, right? He needs, like, wants people to guess his name, and they never do, and there's something about him getting your firstborn child for some reason. Is that the same story? I don't know. I definitely, the, the trickster prankster mm -hmm. that he wants people to guess his name and they can't, I, yeah. I know that as well, but I, I don't know anything beyond that. Okay. My only other thought to add to that is I think, like, he gets your firstborn. Like, I'm sure somehow. there's some kind of nefarious yeah. nonsense. To do what with? Why do you want all these children, you perv? Okay. Um, Why is it always firstborn? Anyways. I know. Just you would be the... Be ultimately discouraging. The chosen one. No one wants the fifth born is it yeah Fuck is, that kid. Is the implication <laughs> that your fifth kid just doesn't matter sucks <laughs> no i think it's like it's supposed to be people that don't have any kids yet and so it's like it's not mm. like they take their firstborn child away no i know it's like they're before so before the kid is born i know totally but still so i it being like 
the first possibly only kid you'll ever have is going to be mine. I see. It's not like a family of already six kids and they're like, we'll take the baby. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> okay. We'll take the baby. <laughs> All right. I'm very excited for Rumpelstiltskin. Okay. Uh, here we go. Rumpelstiltskin. By the side of a wood, in a country a long way off, ran a fine stream of water. And upon the stream, there stood a mill. The miller's house was close by. And the miller, you must know, had a very beautiful daughter. Uh-oh. It's never a good sign. Not a good place to start. No. Uh-oh. She was, moreover, very shrewd and clever. Uh-oh. And the miller was so proud of her that he one day told the king of the land, who used to come and hunt in the wood, that his daughter could spin gold out of straw. Mm. Now, this king was very fond of money. <laughs> And when he heard the miller's boast, his greediness was raised. Mm. And he sent for the girl to be brought before him. Then he led her to a chamber in his palace where there was a great heap of straw and gave her a spinning wheel and said, all this must be spun into gold before morning as you love your life. Damn, this king is a straight savage. Yeah, this is it's not looking good for her. Or what was she? Beautiful young girl. Beautiful, clever Beautiful daughter. daughter. Uh, it was in vain, shockingly. No way. That, ooh, where am I? <laughs> it was in vain that the poor maiden said that it was only a silly boast of her father, for that she could do no such thing as spin straw into gold. When your dad just can't stop bragging about you and be like, what the fuck, man? Chill. The chamber door was locked oh, and no. she was left alone. Well, that's good. <laughs> she sat down in one corner of the room and began to bewail her hard fate. When on a sudden, the door opened and a droll-looking little man hobbled in and said, Good morrow to you, my good lass. What are you weeping for? Alas, she said, I must spin this straw into gold, and I know not how. What will you give me, said the hobgoblin, <laughs> to do it for you? My necklace, replied the maiden. He took her at her word and sat himself down to the wheel and whistled and sang. Round about, round about, lo and behold, reel away, reel away, straw into gold. Ooh. And round about, the wheel went merrily. The work was quickly done and the straw was all spun into gold. I have a really important question. Yeah. If this hobgoblin, noblin, nishmoblin guy has the power to spin straw into gold, what the fuck is he doing hanging out, like, creeping on young girls in palaces? Well, like, I'm sure. Can you not just be your own rich king, then, if you literally have all the gold in the world? Make your own palace. Get your well, own servants, you fucking weirdo. Probably got bored of that, which is likely... Why he's tricking with playing with people? I'm sure this isn't going to come at uh, the simple price... Oh, of a necklace, of course. Of a necklace. Um, what else can you give me for this gold? When the king came and saw this, he was greatly astonished and pleased. But his heart grew still more greedy of gain, mm -hmm. and he shut up the poor miller's daughter again with a fresh task. Then she knew not what to do, and sat down once more to weep. But the dwarf soon opened the door and said, What will you give me to do your task? The ring on my finger, said she. So her little friend took the ring and began to work at the wheel again, and whistled and sang, round about, round about, 
Lo and behold, reel away, reel away. Strong to, to gold. gold. Till long before morning, all was done again. The king was greatly delighted to see all this glittering treasure. But still, mm -hmm. he had not enough. So he took the miller's daughter to yet a larger heap and said, All this must be spun tonight, and if it is, you shall be my queen. No. She's like, That's, no, thank you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> this really doesn't sound like a reward. Great. You get to marry me. Now that I've enslaved asshole. you for a while, <laughs> you can marry me. Uh, as soon as she was alone, that dwarf came in and said, What will you give me to spin gold for you this third time? I have nothing left, said she. Then say you will give me, said the little man, the first little child mm -hmm. that you may have when you are queen. That may never be, thought the miller's daughter. And as she knew no other way to get her task done, she said she would do what he asked. Round went the wheel again to the old song, and the mannequin once more spun the heap into gold. They very much described this guy as like in different ways. They're like they the dwarf, the goblin, the mannequin. Shuffling around with new words to describe Rumpelstiltskin. Mm -hmm. uh, nothing about his name so far. No. So I don't know. Don't know what the deal is there. Oh, what? What the heck? Okay. Weird. That was weird. Well, that was weird. <laughs> well, that was strange. <laughs> My computer just decided to play us something. Become a ghost. Yeah. Um, Babe, I'm telling you, the poltergeist. It was in our bathroom, and now it's in your computer. I guess so. Maybe it's Rumpelstiltskin. He's hearing him. His name. Oh, he's gonna want our first book. Uh, okay. Mm -hmm. I don't remember where I was. Uh, the little oh, mannequin. he was a mannequin, right. <laughs> uh, so now the king came in the morning, and finding all that he wanted, was forced to keep his word, so he married the miller's daughter, and she really became queen. Wow, lucky that girl. That doesn't sound like much of a reward. No. Now kill him and take his, <laughs> take <laughs> his ballast. <laughs> At the birth of her first little child, she was very glad and forgot the dwarf and oh. what she had said. But one day he came into her room where she was sitting playing with her baby and put it put her mind put her in mind of it. Mm -hmm. Goodness. Some old weird phrasing. Yeah, well it's also translated. Which yeah, help. true. Ends up with some wackiness. Totally. Uh, then she grieved sorely at her misfortune and said she would give him all the wealth of the kingdom mm -hmm. if he would let her off, but in vain, till at last her tears softened him. And he said, I will give you three days grace. And if during that time mm. you tell me my name, yep. you shall keep your child. Mm -hmm. Now the queen lay awake all night, thinking of all the odd names that she had ever heard. And she sent messengers all over the land to find out new ones. The next day, the little man came, and she began with Timothy, Ichabod, Benjamin, Jeremiah, and all the names she could remember. But to all and each of them, he said, Madam, that is not my name. That's not my name. <laughs> no? No. Okay. No, no, you missed me with that one. I won't lie. <laughs> they call me Stacey. <laughs> oh, that sounds a little... What That's is that? That's not my name. That's not my name. That's not my name. It's a song. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I probably got it up very wrong, but... Um, the second day, she began with all the comical names she could hear of. Bandy Legs, Hunchback, 
Crookshanks, and so on. But the little gen gentleman, now he's a- Now he's a gentleman? I thought he was a hobgoblin. <laughs> yeah, he was at one point. Uh, still said to every one of them, Madam, that is not my name. Mm-mm. The third day, one of the messengers came back and said, I have traveled two days without hearing of any other names. But yesterday, as I was climbing a high hill among the trees of the forest where the fox and the hare bid each other good night. <laughs> what a specific meeting place. One more time for the fans. Yeah. <laughs> as I was climbing a high hill among the trees of the forest where the fox and the hare bid each other good night. Good night, fox. Good night, hair. <laughs> it's like, um, oh, you never watched Looney Tunes, eh? Not really. Damn, I, f I forget what the skit is exactly, but there's one of one of the recurring cartoons is a wolf and a ah oh, man, I forget what the animals are. Some like make it up hunter and. Prey yeah. animals who both come in like it always starts with them punching in their card okay. to start the day of work mm -hmm. and then the whole episode is the hunter chasing after the hunted mm -hmm. and then they always end the episode with oh yeah no i know exactly what you mean i know exactly what you mean i've definitely seen that yeah it's like a bird right it oh it might be foghorn leghorn it might be the rooster yeah with Man, so familiar. this is gonna have to get fact checked. But fact checked. Yeah, it might be the bird and the dog. I don't know. I don't remember. Should we? Okay, now that we have a new microphone, I feel like we've just upped our podcast game. So, like, should we do a, a fact check and then like a a pause here and insert our like, "Hi, it's us from two days from now." <laughs> nah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so when you say fact check, what you mean is we're never actually gonna fact check. I might look it up for myself, and but I you'll never know. I encourage our listeners to maybe do that. Tell too. them they'll never know, babe. Well, they might. I I, I can't promise that they have powers. Never. Of Google usage. Mm, I think you're the only one that power. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to anonymous <laughs> <Anyways>. goblin gentle <laughs> mannequin. Sir. I don't know how we got off. Oh right. Okay. So the fox and the hare are bid each right. other. They they bid each other good night. Yes. And our messenger says that he's I saw a little hut. And before the hut burnt a fire. And round about the fire a funny little dwarf was <laughs> dancing upon one leg and singing. How do you dance upon one leg? I would like to learn that. I uh, you probably have to be a hobgoblin. Damn it. Next year. I yeah I don't know how you become a hobgoblin. I'll look into it. That seems I bet to there's be an online important. course for that. Um, merrily the feast I'll make today. I'll brew tomorrow bake. Merrily I'll dance and sing for next day. What will a stranger bring? Little does my lady dream. Rumpelstiltskin is my name. So wait, he wants to eat this baby? That's what I'm getting from this. He's going to make a feast oh, out of her baby? Yeah, that is the implication, isn't right? it? Okay, well, cannibalism. Well, is he even a human, though? Who the fuck knows? He's a fucking hobnob schmoblin, so... I guess he just eats human babies. Alright. Uh, I guess so. Um, so, here we go. 
Also, like, hi, if your whole life was depending on someone not knowing your name, do you think you could just not say your name out loud for fucking a f- the three days that this woman is actively searching out your name? This dude just has to dance around a fire and be like, my name is Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> it's true. Cocky bitch, man. Yeah. But, I mean, that's what these stories are typically about, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All the, the fable de la fontaine. I like that, too. Mm-hmm. With the, the, the tortoise and the hare. Right. True. It's about cocky bitches. It's about cocky bitches. Everyone's got to be a bit of a cocky bitch to... And then get what they deserve. ...kind of give the message that being a cocky bitch is not cool. It's not cool, kids. Cocky <laughs> bitching. It's not cool. <laughs> okay. Good lord. Um, okay. I keep losing my place. I really need to... I need to stop the I should, Realistically, what I should do next time is to get this up on the computer and just have... Anyways. Um, the text is also really small. I know, <laughs> I know. I can see that. It's okay, babe. Take as much time as you need. Uh, right. So we were just at the song. So when yes. the queen heard this, she jumped for joy. And as soon as her little friend came, she sat down upon her throne and called all her court round to enjoy the fun. And the nurse stood by her side with the baby in her arms, as if it was quite ready to be given up. Ne- then the little man began to chuckle at the thought of having the poor child to take home with him to his hut in the woods. And he cried out, Now, lady, what is my name? Is it John? asked she. Mm-hmm. No, madam. Is it Tom? No, madam. <laughs> is it Jemmy? <laughs> it is not. Can your name be Rumpelstiltskin? Said the lady slyly. Some witch told you that. Some witch told you that, cried the little man, and dashed his right foot in a rage so deep into the floor that he was forced to lay hold of it with both his hands to pull it out. (laughs) To pull it out. Mm -hmm. He, that happens in cartoons, but these cartoons didn't exist. So he slammed his foot so hard into the floor that he went through it mm-hmm. and had to pull it out with both his hands. Mm-hmm. Then he made the best of his way off while the nurse laughed and the baby crowed and all the court jeered at him for having had so much trouble for nothing and said, we wish you a very good morning and a merry feast, Mr. Rumpelstiltskin. Wow. And that's that. Interesting. What are, um, what are your takeaways? Why well, certainly don't I I mean the first one we read here was silly mm-hmm. as shit. Actually my t- first takeaway is we need to take a shot. We do need to take a shot. Okay. <laughs> That's a very good takeaway. We'll take a shot and then we'll be ready to discuss Rumpelstiltskin further. Rumpelstiltskin. Imagine if somebody actually named Should've their kid. Oh, I wonder if uh, we'll pick it up. If somebody had actually made... Named their kid Rumpelstiltskin. Do you think anyone's ever been legally named Rumpelstiltskin? I don't know. Probably. I met an Anakin once. That's not that crazy. It's a character in Star Wars. Still not that crazy of a name, though. I met a Luke I, I once. I suppose. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was, that's a normal name. Well, okay, there's a joke. Um, <laughs> I met a Chewbacca one. No, <laughs> uh, well, exactly. Yeah, no, I, I see what you mean. Starting to bridge into that territory. Mm-hmm. Rumpelstiltskin is obviously a crazier name. But. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Hey, if uh, anyone wants to take a drink with us, you're welcome. Right. Anyone, now's, disclaimer, now's disclaimer. <laughs> Ooh. 
Oh, that tequila is much better. Yeah. Well. Oh my god, you're not dying. Well, because it's... You just said it yourself. Tequila is considerably better. It's a lot better. It. I mean, it tastes like tequila, but it doesn't taste like gasoline on crack. Yeah. Pretty much. Like, that That other tequila was genuinely terrible. No, it was really bad. It was like dish detergent. Dish detergent. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. So yeah, I don't. I don't know with... what the moral of this one is. Okay, that's what I was thinking. And like, if you take away the Rumpelstiltskin, if, if you take away the ending, okay. If say she has to give her baby up, right. My thought is that the moral of the story is kind of like if you compromise your values to get rich, to get ahead in life at the beginning. Right. It doesn't matter how much money and wealth and power and success you have later because you've fucked yourself. So kind it, makes, of thing, it right? makes a lot more sense. So it's like. When Rump, it, it, yeah, in the yeah. alternate universe where he wins. It's like, well, don't, don't you know. Make a deal with don't the make devil. a deal with the devil to get rich. And then, you know, it doesn't matter how rich you are because you've made a deal with the devil and your life is shitty yeah. now. So of that would there be are immoral. Lots of deal with the devil's stories out yeah. there. And I'm, I'm sure everyone has heard their own, but the only one I can that ever comes to mind for me is the the wacky Quebec one. With the, I'm sure I don't know it. <laughs> the woodsmen and their canoe, and they make a deal with the devil to have their canoe fly. Oh, why do they want their canoe to fly? Because they're stranded in the woods or okay. something. I don't remember it very well. Yeah, but was there a moral to that story? Did the devil well, come yeah, back no, it, to to reap it? Bite them in the ass. <laughs> Take yeah, the first reap the benefits of that deal. He he does. Do you remember what the? I don't. Fair. Now I'm kind of curious. I'll look that one up too. Another thing, my, our audience will just never know. They have absolutely no capability to look up the. Uh, I I would be down to have this podcast dip into looking into random tales of folklore. That's really fun. I like that. That is too. kind of fun. I'm I sure somebody else that. is doing that, but you know what would be cool? Let me just pitch you a podcast episode idea on our podcast okay. is we could pick like a theme like for example deal with the devil and find a few different like across culture across Ooh. like time period deal with the devil story so you could find like an, an ancient greek myth deal with the devil yeah, story yeah. you could find like a old european one a french one a modern like you know whatever like you could just kind of try and find a few different i mean that's very um like archetypical you know that could yeah, be cool. that could be cool. I like this idea. <laughs> okay, when we started a podcast and we were just like, I don't know what it's going to be about. Maybe we'll figure it out while we're making the podcast. <laughs> I like that, though. But that could be fun to do. Like, I a, would be down to to have this be a pretty recurring theme. Yeah, we could do, like, this is, like, the first, you know? Do, like, folklore, whatever, whatever. And then we can do, like, folklore two, folklore three. Like, that kind of thing. Just whenever we want to, pepper them in. Yeah. That's kind of cool. That is kind of cool. I like that. I like that too. Okay. <laughs> it's nerdy as um, shit. <laughs> well, what are we if not nerdy as shit? <laughs> um, but yeah, with the whole ending being that basically the queen is fine. She just gets away baby, with it, yeah. And Rumpelstiltskin, I guess it's to not be cocky as shit. And when you literally, your only job is to not let the queen know right. your name. Don't scream your name in the forest while you dance around a fire so, like an idiot. Yeah, I guess like we were saying you earlier about the tortoise and the hare. That yeah. it's, it's, when you've already, yeah, you've won the race, mm -hmm. don't... Don't brag about it. Brag about it. No, honestly, I think that's definitely part of it. Part of the, the moral is like, yeah, you're so, con you're so cocky, you're so confident in yourself. 
and don't celebrate too early kind of thing, right? It don't is, count it your is, chickens before they It seems hatched. like a, a, a particularly elaborate setup with a lot of focus on a character who isn't relevant to that moral. Yes, and also, like, he's just, they make him into the antagonist. We don't want this guy to win, so it's like the moral of the story is, like, you know, don't be him, but it's not even like a, oh, our protagonist did something stupid and got punished for it. No. Instead, it's like, this shitty, creepy weirdo didn't kind of, yeah, get a baby. Yeah, it's a bad way of Great. showing <laughs> the moral. Like, be like yeah. if the devil did something stupid and then yeah. failed. Exactly. And like, well, you wouldn't learn a whole lot for it because <laughs> you are happy that he failed. Yeah, I don't know. Do you think that's actually kind of an interesting question? Like, I, I mean, who doesn't love a good antagonist? I right. love antagonists. I always, I think they're always the best characters. Story is like, only as, ever as good as its villain. Like seriously, though. I mean, again, I think we've maybe name dropped this before, but like when we watched Fargo and just like the Billy Bob oh, yeah. character is the best character. Yeah, like he's I mean, just lots of things. good villains are totally. But to just have an antagonist that, like, I mean, there's a lot of different things that can go into it. Like, to have one that's really relatable and you see why they're doing bad things can be really valuable and interesting. To have one that's just, like, completely off the rails and, like, just a kind of Joker-like, just wants to watch the world burn kind of antagonist can be fun. But, like, antagonists are so interesting. But, so do you, like, what do you think we learn from antagonists as a society? Like, you know, can we get... Like we were saying, you know, you see the devil do something stupid and you're like, man, who cares? But is that true? Do we do, what do we get from antagonists? Well, it <laughs> <Yeah>. depends. <laughs> um, it, in this case, for instance, mm-hmm. not a whole heck of a lot. Mm-hmm. And in the case of something like the devil, yeah, I think it's a huge detractor. Mm. rather than gaining any kind of insight or knowledge, you gain a giant excuse for shittiness. Totally. Oh, but, well, the devil did this. <laughs> yeah. Which and sort of sucks. like a scare tactic, too. Like fear-mongering kind of vibe. Of yeah. You just be like, don't do it, why not? The devil will take you, or like, whatever, you're or gonna the, go to hell. The boogeyman will you know? get you, or exactly. whatever, yeah, no, that's just... The excuse of, oh, you're gonna go to hell, it's not a good reason not to do something. No, Give me some it's... morality, you know? pretty dumb treat people well because they're people and they deserve to be treated well don't treat people well because if not you're gonna go to hell like, yeah that's so not the, real. the antagonist that's kind of like the scary thing that is a possible punishment for you yeah if you do something wrong that's sort of shitty yeah a really good antagonist and it's it's funny that you mentioned the joker i think the joker is mm-hmm. one of the best antagonists ever created totally because he's just the perfect the perfect antithesis for the hero Yes. In that particular story. That so the He's chaos. The Batman character is super strict, super regimented. Yeah. Super about just pure justice. Yeah. Disregarding the law. Mm-hmm. Uh and the Joker is completely and utterly the, the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. And it it works to highlight the pros and cons of each. Yeah. It works to kind of teach you a little bit about the hero while also being just an awesome villain. Mm-hmm. There's there's a lot to it. Totally. It's pretty neat. And it's always interesting to look at something, to like look at any story or world kind of through such absolutes because it's not how we really see the world or anyone experiences the world, right? right? So to, you kind of, it's almost a thought experiment, right? Like you do this thing, okay, we have one character that, his only goal in life is justice. And like, does that person exist? No, of course not. Everyone has their selfish desires and everyone has their 
experiences that like, what is justice? No one knows what justice is. There's been a million texts written on what is justice. And so the idea of having this very concrete, absolute justice, and then this very concrete, absolute anti-justice is fun and cool and you can play with it. But it's like, yeah, it's a wonderful, like simplistic way of looking at the world, right? It's so nice to have your villains and yeah. your heroes well, in I mean, any that's way. What literature and totally art is usually for is to kind of highlight and yeah. emphasize particular aspects of human nature. It's very hard to yeah. get a, a complete picture of no. every aspect of human nature in one. Well, that's what life is. Yeah, like that's what your yeah exactly. experience is. It's not you don't read or watch a movie or watch a TV show to understand every aspect of life. You do it to exactly like you say highlight, have certain you know. Like, I'm going to enjoy the comic part right now. I'm going to enjoy the suspenseful, thrilling part. Like, whatever that is, it's, yeah, it's kind of cool. The Lord of the Rings has kind of a fun Mm. villain setup where the heroes... I don't even know who the villain of the Lord of the Rings is. Well, exactly, right? (laughs) So doesn't say much. I don't know shit about Lord of the Rings. It's it's as black and white as it gets at face value. Where it's it's literally, like, the good people versus the people who are bad. Yeah. And that's it. Like, that's kind of their traits. <laughs> that's it. That's all some, you can some of the creatures and people are just bad, and some of the creatures and people are good. Yeah. But the really fun part about it, and what works really well, is that you, you don't have a really particularly pertinent face to the evil. Right. It has a name, and you, gotcha. there is a character, but it yeah. doesn't really ever do anything. He okay. doesn't appear. He's just like a specter. Yeah. So I was gonna, what I was happens gonna think, is like, all of like yeah. a, so many of the characters kind of in between end up being corrupted, mm. which is kind of neat. Gotcha. Because I was like, the only thing I really so have any corruption. kind of experience with is The Hobbit. Like the only thing I've ever read is The Hobbit, and well, The Hobbit's about corruption as well. Totally, a hundred percent. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. So it's the yeah. same. It's the same thing, but just kind of extrapolated. Yeah. Which is all of the Lord of the Rings from The Hobbit. Makes sense. I also think Rumpelstiltskin really didn't address the actual important themes of that story, which is, like, this young woman being exploited and then... Oh my god, we'll get used to that. Well, I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> but... Especially when it comes to these fairy oh. tales. Yeah, no, no that's oh, that's gonna happen something. a lot. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, the you know, there was a lot of uh, opportunity for the moral of the story to be the young woman emancipates herself from the... <laughs> murders the absolute unnecessary well, king character whose I mean, only po- point is to enslave her and then ha- give like fucking give her a child it's presented as such a, a positive that she gets, gets to, become to be queen. The queen great just a very Which... a very men of power abusing their power and then being like oh look how lucky you are for me to have chosen you to abuse yeah. <laughs> classic oh yeah I mean yeah, things certainly aren't at a good place now, but uh, yeah, the recurring theme of these grim fairy tales will certainly be a massive disdain for human life. Oh, yes. Um, but yeah, we need Rumpelstiltskin part two, where the queen then swiftly murders the king, takes her baby, runs off into the woods. <laughs> well, at that point, why are you running off in the woods? You could just be the queen on your own. Not in that society. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> the king's like weird uncles. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Let's be honest, not in our society. <laughs> yeah, that's true too. Never mind. <laughs> Come on, babe. Women can't rule things. 
Just kidding. I say that, and there's been like the longest there ever are, ruler of England, right? There definitely have been instances. <laughs> oh, for sure. It's yeah. My cynical exaggeration is not accurate. There's obviously been many female rulers. Because white men have a very difficult time choosing between race purity and <laughs> gender divisions. Uh, as their yeah. point to push. And sometimes you really just gotta... When you, you wanna only, be racist and so sexist and you just can't figure out yeah. how to do both. <laughs> so true. Well, I need this person to who, who had sex with their cousin to be king. Because yeah. that's just a necessity. Purity. <laughs> but it's also not great that they're a woman. Fuck. <laughs> how, do, how do we settle this issue? <laughs> so true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mild critiques. Mild critiques. I would yes. almost do another shot. Um. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, like, do we do we want to do another one? Do we want to just like keep talking? What's our vibe, baby? Oh, like read another story? Yeah. I mean, we definitely have time, but like, it only takes like ten minutes for you to read one. If you feel they like, vary yeah. in length pretty mm. immensely. I mean, that Rumpelstiltskin story was easily cheers, twice baby. as long as the first one. Yeah, cheers. Because his name takes up half the story. <laughs> no, he doesn't even get it. Anyways. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just his ugh. stupid name wasn't even a thing for the first half. No, I know, but I just meant like his whole name is just so long that yeah, like no, saying no. it once takes the story. Do people love on this podcast when we just like don't get each like we just don't we're like wait what what did you mean oh okay no no I know hmm that's what I we don't get each other it doesn't no, work this doesn't work this is not Obviously, this is not good we hate chatting it's the worst we are gonna read a story <laughs> it's okay we're cutting out the last like five called minutes. the old Sultan. Sultan? A saltine cracker? No, a sultan. A sultan is like a, a lord. A salt with a deadly weapon. Alright. <laughs> a <Okay>. shepherd <laughs> had a faithful dog called Sultan. Oh! I don't know. Okay, well, never mind what I said. Yeah, what the fuck are you? A sultan's <laughs> a. You. Actually, a sultan is a. Him. Turns out dog. it's a dog. Hmm. Um, a shepherd had a faithful dog <laughs> called Sultan, <laughs> who was grown very old and had lost all his teeth. Goals. <laughs> and one day, when the shepherd and his wife were standing together before the house, the shepherd said, I will shoot old <laughs> Sultan tomorrow morning, for he is of no use now. Yeah. But his wife said, pray let the poor faithful creature live. He has served us well a great many years, and we ought to give him a livelihood for the rest of his days. Me. <laughs> but what can we do with him, said the shepherd. He has not a tooth in his head, and the thieves don't care for him at all. <laughs> to be sure, he has served us, but then he did it to earn his livelihood. Tomorrow shall be his last day. Depend upon it. Hmm. Poor Sultan, who was lying close to them, heard all that the shepherd and his wife said to one another and was very much frightened to think tomorrow would be his last day. Mm -hmm. So in the evening, he went to his good friend, the wolf, mm. who lived in the wood. Well, that seems like a helpful thing to have. Cool. I want a wolf friend. Uh, and told him all his sorrows and how his master meant to kill him in the morning. Mm. Make yourself easy, said the wolf. Mm. I will give you some good advice. Your master, you know, goes out every morning very early with his wife into the field. And they take their little child with them and lay it down. By, oh, my oh God. Oh, dear. Okay. And lay it uh -oh. down behind the hedge in the shade while they are at work. The children always get the fucking... Short end of the story. Why is it always children? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, do you lie down close 
by the child and pretend to be watching it. And I will come out of the wood and run away with oh. it. You must run after me as fast as you... Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. This, makes sense. this is not so bad. No. After me as fast as you can, and I will let it drop. And then you may carry it back. And they will think you have saved their child. Okay. And will be so thankful to you that they will take care of you as long as you live. I see this. I see this. Oh, I wonder but if where is it going to go wrong? He's just going to eat the kid. Here, yeah. totally. The dog liked this plan very well. And accordingly, so it was managed. I hope not. I hope the wolf's not the bad guy. The wolf ran with the child a little way. The shepherd and his wife screamed out, but Sultan soon overtook him and carried the poor little okay. thing back to his master and mistress. Good wolf! Then the shepherd patted him on the head and said, Old Sultan has saved our child from the wolf, and therefore he shall live and be well taken care of and have plenty to eat. Wife! Wife! <laughs> <laughs> Can you please start referring to me? Just, wife! Bitch! Go home. Bitch! Give him a good dinner. And let him have my old cushion to sleep on as Sweat. long as he lives. <laughs> Maybe that's how I'm only going to refer to you. You're like in the shower. Sweat! <laughs> what do you want for breakfast? Yeah. <laughs> so from this time forward, Sultan had all that he could wish for. Uh-huh. Soon afterward, the wolf came and wished him joy. And mm -hmm. said, now, my good fellow, you must tell no tales. But turn your head the other way when I want to taste one of the old shepherd's fine, fat mm. sheep. True. No, said the sultan. I will be true to my master. Mm. However, the wolf thought he was in joke and came uh. one night to get a dainty morsel. Well, a dainty morsel. But sultan had told his master what the wolf meant to do. So he laid wait for him beside the barn door. And when the wolf was busy looking out for a good fat sheep, he had a stout cudgel laid about his back. Oh, no. Combed his locks for him finally. <laughs> then the wolf was very angry and called mm -hmm. Sultan an old rogue and <gasps> swore he would have his revenge. No. So the next morning, the wolf sent the boar to challenge Sultan to come into the wood to fight the matter. Oh, no. Now, Sultan had nobody he could ask to be his second, but the shepherd's old three-legged cat. <laughs> What? Are you kidding me? The shepherd has a big problem with his toothless dog, For but he real, keeps but he an just old three-legged three cat. cat. Hmm. Maybe the three-legged cat can still catch mice. Yeah, maybe. So he took it. He took her with him, mm -hmm. and as the poor thing limped along with some trouble, she stuck up her tail straight in the air. Mm -mm. The wolf and the wild boar were first on the ground. Why does Sultan need to fight this dude? She needs a, he needs a second. I don't know. The story's confused. divulged very quickly. Duels don't make sense. Um, the wolf and the wild boar were first well, on the Well, Angela Martin had two men, two sets of men duel over her in the office, so <laughs> I think they make a lot of sense, actually. Okay. <laughs> well, well, actually. You just said that. Um, <laughs> you liked it. <laughs> when they espied their enemies coming, that's a what? word. What? Espied? I've never heard that word goddamn before in my goddamn life. It looks like it should be spied, but it's es anyways. Espied. Um... When they spied their enemies coming and saw the cat's long tail standing straight in the air, uh -oh. they thought she was carrying a sword for a sultan to fight. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, this has taken a turn. No, the turns are so And crazy. every time she limped, they thought she was picking up a stone to throw at them. Well, so they said that they should not like this way of fighting, and the boar lay down behind a bush, ah! and a wolf jumped up into a tree. What? <laughs> Sultan and the cat soon came up and looked about and wondered that no one was there. The boar, however, 
had not quite hidden himself, for his ears stuck out of the bush. And when he shook one of them a little, the cat, seeing something move and thinking it was a mouse, sprang up on it and bit and scratched it so that the boar jumped up and grunted and ran away, roaring out, Look up in the tree, there sits the one who is to blame. So that was look- a mouthy, a wordy boar as, on, as he ran off. Look up into the tree. There sits the one who is to blame. <laughs> okay. Uh, realistically, like, the boar was like, Arrgh! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so they looked up and espied yet again. Espied. The wolf sitting amongst the branches. Uh-huh. And they called him a cowardly rascal. Eww, how dare they? Freaking rascal. Rascal. And would not suffer him to come down until he was heartily ashamed of himself <laughs> and had promised to be good friends again. <laughs> be ashamed of yourself, right. the wolf. I am ashamed. Be very ashamed of yourself, sir. Wolf, I am very ashamed. Now be my friend. I okay. shall be your friend. A very ashamed friend. So, folks. What the um, fuck was if that? If you ever want to make a friend... Shame them, shame them publicly Tell in them front of their friend. inferiors. Yes, and they will have no choice but to accept friendship with you. Drive them up a tree, stick up your tail. Am I taking this too? The far? second moral of the story mm-hmm. is: when you are old, your cane can look like a sword. <laughs> Better yet, get a cane that also doubles as a sword. Oh, the little the little, 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 yeah, like, yeah, little yeah, holstery the vibe of a yeah. I like that. I like that too. That's, That's cool. dope as fuck. That but yeah, that like was a fun thing. thing to have. I don't know. I don't, it just feels like very wizardly to have like it's a staff. A staff, you know? yeah. It's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, well, one of those branches we brought back from BC is is very wizard staff. Oh, it so is. I love those branches. I they're like they're okay where they are. They're definitely fine, but. If and when we move into a bigger homeland, I feel like my dream is to just have them, like, mount, like, nail them as, like, a centerpiece, like, above something. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, have them very on display, because they're yeah. so fucking cool. Anyways, but were there any morals of that weird fucking ridiculous story that we that you just told okay, me? Okay, but, like... It's that no. it doesn't matter how weak you are. Two old people that set their mind to something can trick the young, stupid people. That's what I learned. I, But the whole thing got, got kicked... Anyways, I, I don't really understand what the moral of the story is because there are two kind of arcs yeah. in, in the story. And each of them is characters trying to dupe other characters. Yeah. Except that the second time, it's it seems like it was unintentional. Yeah, totally. And the first time, it seems like it was totally... I, like, I just... I do not know what the takeaway is. That was probably... I mean... Okay. I really don't As know. much as the sausage story blew my mind with its <laughs> insanity, that story, I'm more confused about. That one was... Yeah. No. I'm like, what? I... Hey, I... I picked the sausage one because the title well, was yeah. crazy. But I do think oh, that just going through them all is going to be great. Amazing. It's going to be fun to read every single one of these fuckers because they're all crazy. Totally. We'll get through three this podcast. That seems like a, a good amount. That is a good, good amount. Yeah. Three is like the magic number. Everything good is in threes. People like good things come in threes. Bad things come in threes. Okay. That's what I know. That's the fact. Those the are facts. the facts. <laughs> yeah. That's what a philosophy See, everybody degree has. teaches you. Amen. Three eyes, three hands. Threes. 
Nice. Yep. There it is. Any closing remarks, my love? This is fun. I mean, we already <laughs> talked about it a little bit yeah. earlier, but I really want to, I, I think we need to make this happen more often. I agree. I think it's like, yeah, whether we decide that it's like every sixth podcast, we do like a Oh, uh, we thing. can do it more often than that. Oh my god. Every I'm month. thinking like every second, yeah. Oh my god, that's it's, a lot. This is fun. And but I think there's a lot of material to work with too. There is. I mean, we hardly scratch the surface of the of the just this set of brothers. Okay, I don't know about every other podcast, because what if we yeah, have we might, might have people that are like, I don't really care about this that much. No, that's true. But I also think it doesn't necessarily We also don't we don't have people, so what are you talking about? Um that's my stats show that we have more than one person, which is def- like demands a plurality. <laughs> yes, <laughs> sir. Um, but we also don't have to make it like a specific, you know, every fourth podcast. We can no, just, whenever no, we feel like it, to do happens, it. We do it. Yeah. Play it by ear. Effectively, if, Follow our if, we, if we land on a recording day yeah. and we haven't come up with a better yeah, idea, we'll be like, you know what, let's just do, just do I agree. I think that's the best. Like, if one of us comes up with something else, we'll do that. And it's then if fallback. not, we'll just do this. I like it. This I think it's fun. will be our fallback. Tell us if you enjoyed this as much as we enjoyed this, because I really liked it. But, okay, I have a really, really important request for you. I'm going to make this on-air, babe. This is an on-air request. Uh, Should I be worried? You should be. Because I think that you should always be responsible for reading. I have to read everything. Because you are so much better at reading things than I am. Based on what? My experience of hearing you read and hearing me read. This is you that reading count. The Fox and the Wolf. Blah 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 into the woods. This is me reading. Uh, and her what her my god. That's not true. That is factual. That is not true. So the moral of the story is that You've already read on this podcast. I know, and it was horrifying. And I edited it and I was like, oh no. Oh come <laughs> I listened on. to it and I was horrified and I cut That's all not... of it out. No, but genuinely it was like awkward no it wasn't yes it was the listeners right now are nodding their heads are like yes it was bitch um but you you have such a you have a nice voice you're so good at reading babe Uh, you want to be a teacher this is literally just you preparing for your life's work of reading out loud yeah what What? do those things have to do teachers literally stand up in front of a class and talk at kids all day yeah, Have you ever been in school? Uh, talking to people and reading aren't the same thing. Hey, but also teachers read a lot to kids. Sir. Depends on what they're teaching. Well, what are you going to be teaching? Physics? I... Maybe. Yeah, maybe. You'd be fine <laughs> at that. <laughs> I, I couldn't think of anything you wouldn't be qualified to teach. That's probably, like, too nice to you. Like, I'm, like, literally like, trying, me trying to think of that something you couldn't teach. Highly complimentary. I'm like, what, physics? Yeah, you'd be good at that. What? Drama? Well, you'd be fine at that, too, so no, fuck me. I wouldn't be good at drama. Oh my god, That's you'd be true. so fun. I wish you were my drama teacher. <laughs> As if. I don't know anything <laughs> about so drama. That'd be so fun. Who the fuck cares? No one knows anything about drama. <laughs> Knowing, okay, this is all drama teachers. Pick a story or a skit or something you like and then perform it. Okay? Okay. And they're like, good this job. I like to... The best trade a drama teacher could happen in high school is to just... <laughs> somehow have the ability to make people feel comfortable yeah which i think i, I think i mean i feel comfortable i feel comfortable around you well, as you're no shit i hope so um that's not true one of my i had like three or four drama teachers in high school because i took drama all the way through because yeah. i had to um but one of my drama teachers gave me some very good advice she told me that 
after a night of heavy drinking, if you want to avoid being that hungover, you chug water and then you do a workout to sweat it all out early, as early as you can. You try and do a workout, you sweat and you drink water and then you shower and then you feel good. So drama teachers don't know nothing. They know how to give good advice about being hungover to teenagers. So there, that's what it takes to be a drama I, teacher. I, I missed the segue. Okay. That's just that you were just saying that like All right. you'd be a bad drama teacher and like what do drama teachers need and like what okay. they need is to be able to give good hangover advice. <laughs> Obviously. Okay. Now that I've shared that piece of wisdom with you, which do I ever work out when I'm hungover? Who the fuck, fuck has no? ever done that? Literally no. Yeah, are you kidding me? I would rather die. Get up early, chug a bunch of water, do a heavy workout in oh, the shower. That is not something we're ever that. doing. No, of course That's not. Shit you chug a bunch of water, you eat greasy food, you go back to sleep, you drink more water, you go back to sleep. It's the most irrelevant advice I've ever heard. <laughs> no, it was very like professional adult advice though. It's like, you know, sweat it out the next day. And I was like, mm-hmm. Yeah, who's going to mm-hmm. do that? Definitely, that seems like realistic advice for, for, for sure. Nonsense. Yeah, I don't know. Why would anyone work out on purpose? anyways um yeah that was fun that was good i i feel i feel good i feel like that's all i had to say you any closing thoughts i had a lot more to say Mm. but it all got cut out wow well the end i love you i love you we love Love you. you see you next time